This is Connected Nation, an award-winning podcast focused on all things broadband. From closing the digital divide to improving your internet speeds, we talk technology topics that impact all of us, our families, and our neighborhoods. On today's podcast, we head into America's heartland once more as the Let's Get Digital Oklahoma Broadband Tour makes its final stops. This time, we sit down with a resident of Okmulgee, Oklahoma, and the local provider he came to see, and find out what small towns really need when it comes to broadband access, and how rural America can finally get better internet service. I'm Jessica Denson, and this is Connected Nation. I am standing with Darren Downing, right? Am I saying that correctly? Who is a resident of Okmulgee County. And we've just wrapped up a stop on the listing tour. I believe it's 18 or 19 on the listing tour that we're doing around the state. Um, Darren, tell me why you came today. I came because I'm interested in in higher speed internet possibilities through fiber and the, um, the, the, what the future holds with fiber. And I was interested in that. And just a quality, also reliable, internet service is what I'm looking for. Uh, Why is it important for you to have reliable internet service at home? Uh, The work that I do, I get to telework still. Um, The the squirrels that chewed up my uh, internet provider's uh, wire and having to go through that during the COVID time and and, uh, actually having to get a hold of FCC before the provider would actually come out. Yes, to even fix the problem. I had a problem for years. It would rain, and they finally figured out it was a, trill, a chew that squirrels were chewing up the wires, and and so this is going to be buried in the ground. They're not going to have a chance to to get to chew on those wires. So, are you a lifelong resident of Okmulgee, or have you just I have lived? Been. Yes. So, tell people who've never been here why it's important for you to live here, and what what's great about this area of the state and the country. Well, as far as uh, Okmulgee being a citizen here. Um, if you've ever attended Oatmulgee High School, you're once a bulldog, always a bulldog, and we have the opportunity to um, give back. I, I raised my family here, and I give back work for a, a local agency here, as far as government-wise. And uh, it is a great, it is a, a great place to live. It has the same issues just like any other community would have. Um, outside of that, there are a, a, a lot of. Uh, technology opportunities that happen in Okmulgee sometimes first is because we are so close to Tulsa and so um, uh, believe it or not Tulsa's moving more and more south and so from north to south so that's that's why the opportunity is cheaper to live here that opportunity to be able to uh, get to Tulsa South Tulsa 30 minutes or, or so and come back home and and, and live cheap cash is cheap here and all of it so, so uh, you said you raised your family here do you have yeah. children yep three girls and uh, my wife uh, uh, we met at Oklahoma Baptist University and I got a daughter working at um, uh, a, a Battle Creek Church in uh, Broken Arrow and then I have a junior and a, and a seventh grader our senior and a seventh grader so how critical is it for your kids that are still in school especially to have access uh, again, just that time during uh, the, all the students were home during that, that time away, uh, it, it was imperative. We realized how important it was. And with all the devices that we have going on in the home, from the TVs to the, the tablets to the, the laptops to the, you know, the home PCs to whatever we have running, it's just imperative to have those things running smoothly at all times it, and in all conditions of weather and, and uh, whether it's rain or sunny or whatever, we need it working. 
And so what would you hope comes from this listening tour uh, at the end of it, five years for this plan? (laughs) My hope is that Oatmogie will be served with fiber optic and just the technology that it holds. I actually was on the phone with my internet provider today asking the opportunities of what they would be able to provide uh, as far as higher speeds and stuff like that. They said they are working on it. Who knows, it could have just been a patent little thing that they are, you know, are quoted to say to people like me asking those questions, but getting to speak to the general manager today from Ecolink and that opportunity to, to know that, that what I want is potentially right around the corner, uh, it, I, I get excited about it, but I got to keep waiting. <laughs> Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I am talking with Jeremy Hendrickson, who is executive director of Ecolink, and we just spoke with Darren, who said that he had an opportunity to talk with you about what he needed. Is can you tell, share a little bit about your conversation, and is are the things that he's talking about something you're hearing across the community? Yeah, I mean, we're really hearing about the need for broadband expansion in the rural communities, and you know, he's he's very excited about the potential for fiber optic and as that's one of the best technologies to serve these houses and you know getting that symmetric speed to the to the members and to the customers that's something that we're really excited to do and hopefully we'll be able to serve him yeah i was watching from, from afar and he was really bending your ear and um I was, he just told me he appreciated the fact that you just even listened because uh, that he felt a, a lot of times they had to get others to help him um, outside of the circle of a provider so that he was he was grateful to hear a provider actually willing to listen to him. So on that note, share a little bit about what Ecolink is, what you do. You're, there are Verizon and T-Mobile, people always hear those names, but the smaller providers are really key and critical to this time period for the U.S. right now, aren't they? Right, yeah. So Ecolink is a subsidiary of East Central Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, and, you know, being... East Central is a is a nonprofit that serves our membership, a cooperative, and so we really heard from our members that they wanted wanted internet service, and we're really uh, doing the same thing we did 85 years ago when we brought electricity to the rural farms. We're bringing internet to the rural farms, so you know we have a concern for community, and we saw that need and decided we were going to go out there and serve that need, meet that need, because the other providers just weren't willing to build in these rural communities where it's very hard to make a profit, but when you're a nonprofit, your business model's different and you can make that work. So explain that a little bit. You don't have to do a huge deep dive, but just an, a, a summary maybe, I know I'm asking a lot there, understanding of how a co-op operates differently than a traditional provider. Yeah, so, so a cooperative is owned by our membership and any, any profits that we would potentially make, we give back to our membership. Um, and so we're not, there's not a need necessarily for us to make a big profit for investors and that kind of that kind of thing so we're really just you know we can invest in a project and, and see a long time horizon it doesn't have to be profitable in two years three years four years that uh, most investors would want to look at you know we can look at an investment that's going to take 20 years to pay back 30 years to pay back something like that but over the long run we're able to serve that member because we have that long time horizon so co-ops really have an important role in servicing all of Oklahoma and other states across the country, don't you think? Yes, I think so, yeah, for sure. We're seeing, um, you know, in the rural areas, we're seeing cooperatives really have a big impact on bringing fiber where other providers aren't, aren't willing to. So uh, the this latest stop in Okmogi is on a 20-plus stop 
listening tour that the Oklahoma Broadband Office is having. Um, why did you find feel it was important to be here today? Well, we really think it's important to hear what the community is saying and also hear what the, the state is saying about the, the opportunities that are available for funding. You know, there are several different programs that the, that the state is going to be controlling in terms of broadband funding, and we want to make sure that we're aware of what's going on, that we're helping to help them make good decisions about how the monies uh, are spent to, to ensure that our friend is able to be served uh, at his house um, and, you know, that we're not just seeing the money invested in places where it's not going to be used wisely. Do you live in the communities that you serve? Yes, we do. Um, so, you know, we're, we're headquartered in the community. All of our employees live within the surrounding areas um, in our communities that we, that we serve in. This, you know, we serve seven counties, and we have employees that live in all of those counties. And that's money that is spent here, or, the, you know, the monies that we are given are spent here locally um, to build the network. And it really just, we see that reinvestment back into the communities so you probably will hear from your neighbor or your grandma yes. or your uh your uh person down at the gas station like why don't i have access right <laughs> yes for sure um you know they they uh they see your your logo on your shirt and they stop you and ask you questions when, when am i going to get service at my house and what would you like to see comes from all of this at the end of the day in your perfect world um as a co-op as a human as an oklahoman what would you like to see come from this i mean for our area i would like to see every member served um everybody within our footprint have access to fiber fiber and really that's that's the dream for the whole state you know with the monies that are coming from the federal government there is the capability there's enough money if it's spent right to give everybody fiber optic um, service. So, you know, that, that would be the dream, dream scenario, but there have to be those providers that are willing to do that. Awesome, thank you so much, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Okmogee, Oklahoma was among the final stops on the Let's Get Digital Oklahoma Broadband Tour, which lasted nearly two months, covering more than 20 rural and urban locations across the state and included several tribal nation consultations. The Oklahoma Broadband Office collected input and feedback about internet service from residents, business owners, tribal leaders, internet service providers, community organizations, and others. That information will be included in the development of a five-year plan for expanding and improving high-speed internet access for the entire state of Oklahoma. To learn more, head to oklahoma.gov backslash broadband. I've also put the link in the description of this podcast. I'm Jessica Denson. Thanks for listening to Connected Nation. If you like our show and want to know more about us, head to connectednation.org or look for the latest episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, or Spotify.